0: Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible
1: study.
0: Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Who is on the Lord's Side? History tells us Marco Polo brought back a mysterious recipe to the courts of Europe. When the chefs tried this recipe, they were so delighted that they decided to keep the recipe a secret just for kings and nobility. For many years, even back in the days of the Roman Empire, a favorite dessert of many people was chopped ice, colored, and flavored in various ways. But what Marco Polo is supposed to have discovered was ice cream. By adding milk or cream to the ice, what a delicious dessert resulted. For a few years, the recipe was kept secret. Then somehow it leaked out and the common people also began to make this delicious food. They found that by adding beaten eggs to the mixture, it was even tastier. Today, some people enjoy making homemade ice cream, but most of what we eat today is commercially made in big machines. The mix for ice cream is almost always the same. Special flavorings such as strawberry, vanilla, or pineapple are added just before freezing. However, chocolate ice cream is different. The chocolate must be added while the mix is being made. There are hundreds of flavors, but chocolate remains number one, followed by vanilla and butter pecan. Commercial ice cream must be made according to very strict standards set by the government. A few years ago, a church group was having a Sunday school picnic, which ended a disaster. Not long after the folks had begun and gone home, they began to get very sick. More than 40 of them had to be hospitalized, three almost died. Many things were blamed. The lunch meat, potato salad, deviled eggs. Then the culprit was found. It was the ice cream which they had made for dessert. Some of the eggs were slightly spoiled. Such a little thing nearly killed 40 people. Those little hidden eggs beaten up in the ice cream were poisonous. Little sins can ruin our lives. They may be hidden sins like evil thoughts. They seem so harmless. No one knows about them. What started you in a life of crime, someone asked a man in prison. I believe it started with some books I read. They weren't good books. They were trashy and made me think wrong thoughts. Pretty soon my actions caught up with my thoughts, and here I am. How can we guard our thoughts? We can check them constantly to be sure that they are pure and holy. Remember that your thoughts can be like those bad eggs in the ice cream. The answer is to keep your mind centered on the Lord Jesus Christ. You cannot think of two things at once. And when He fills your mind, the evil thoughts and desires must go away. He should so occupy our every thought that we can only think of Him. Listen now as John and Penny Harris sing for us this beautiful song entitled, A Friend of His. Oh. Uh. us to join the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We pray that as you listen to our broadcast this morning that you are encouraged and that you and your family are getting ready to attend a good Bible teaching Sunday school and church. If you don't have a church of your own to attend, we invite all who are seeking a Bible honoring Bible teaching church to join us for services. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 930. Here we have many classes for the various age groups. We also have a supervised nursery for the little ones for all of our services. Then at 1045, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. Then at 645, we begin our closing service of the day, our evening fellowship hour. It is important that Christians gather together to study God's Word. The Altoona Bible Church is pleased and excited to announce the Ball Brothers will be in concert here at the church on Saturday, December the 14th at 6 p.m. Mark your calendars now to be sure to set aside this time for a holiday concert you will not want to miss. Listen now as Randy Bickle plays for us on the piano this wonderful song, No, Not One. How many times have you heard someone say that the heathen are happy with their own culture and their own religion? Why should we force ours on them? It is strange that we do not think that their own liquor is good enough for them, so we ship them ours. We also ship them our cigarettes because their own are not good enough for them. And our own medical work is substituted, and even their agricultural methods won't do. So the United Nations introduces ours as believers we know that their own religion are not good enough for them let's take into consideration what happens among the aborigines of australia a mother gives birth to a baby someone in the village dies a victim must be found before long the witch doctor makes his way to the newborn babe the mother clutches it frantically to her breast, but without a moment's hesitation, the witch doctor tears it from her arms amid her, screams and cries, lays it on its back on the sand, forces open its little mouth, takes hands full of sand, and pours them in the open mouth and down the throat until the mouth is filled with sand, and the little thing strangles and chokes to death. Why? Because their religion demands it. There must be a human sacrifice. Evil spirits have to be appeased. Would you be willing to change places with that mother? If her religion is good enough for her, isn't it good enough for you? We think not. That is why we support and send missionaries around the world because unless they know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, it's not good enough. Listen to the words of this lovely song as Larry Grable sings for us, All the Way My Savior Leads Me.
2: All the way my Savior leads me What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? Earth through life has been my guide, heavenly peace, divinest comfort, here by faith in him to dwell. For I know what e'er befalled me, Jesus doeth all things well. Gives me grace for every trial, feeds me with the living bread. Though my weary steps may falter, and my soul a thirst may be, gushing from the rock before me, lo, a spring of joy I see, gushing from the Before me, oh, a spring of joy, I see. All the way my Saviour leads me, oh, the fullness of His love, perfect rest. Promised in my Father's house above. When my spirit clothed the immortal, wings its flight to realms of day. This my song through endless ages, Jesus led me all the way. This my song through endless ages. Jesus, let me all the
0: way. Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, a dispensational answer. Luke chapter 4, verses 16 through verse 21. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he opened the book, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, the recovering of the sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, he gave it again to the ministry, he sat down, and all the eyes of them that were in the synagogue were fastened unto him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Compare that to Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 and 2, the portion of scripture the Lord Jesus Christ read from. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Verse 2. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn. The Lord Jesus Christ... The living word of God is reading from the written word of God in a Jewish synagogue in the city of Nazareth. A book, a scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ located Isaiah chapter 61 verses 1 and verse 2. The Lord Jesus Christ read Isaiah 61 verse 1 and just a part of verse number 2. The Lord Jesus Christ ended Isaiah 61 verse 2 in the middle of the sentence. He did not read the words and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Further, the Lord Jesus Christ said, This day was this scripture being fulfilled right now. The Lord Jesus Christ called this scripture, Luke 4.21. The word scripture means that which is written down. The words of Isaiah, the prophecies of Isaiah, were indeed the inerrant, infallible, preserved word of God. 2 Timothy 3.16 And it is stated in Daniel chapter 10 verse 21 where we read the words, the scripture of truth. But the question remains, why did the Lord Jesus Christ, the living Word of God, read Isaiah 61 verse 1 in only part of verse number 2? Isaiah 61 verses 1 and verse, part of verse 2 is being fulfilled during the earthly ministry of Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ was the fulfillment of these prophecies in Isaiah 61 verse 1 and part of verse number 2. The Lord Jesus Christ was the fulfillment of the Messianic prophecies. Why did the Lord Jesus Christ leave off of the words of Isaiah verse number two, where it says, "The day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn"? The days of vengeance was not being fulfilled during the earthly ministry of Lord Jesus Christ. The days of vengeance are not being fulfilled today during the dispensation of grace. We are not living in the days of vengeance, but rather we are living in the days of grace, the dispensation of all grace. All of Paul's 13 epistles, somewhere in the salutations, have the words, Grace and peace be unto you. The days of vengeance are associated with the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is not the same thing as the rapture of the church, the body of Christ. The days of vengeance, Second Thessalonians chapter one verses six through verse eight. Seeing it as a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you, and to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus Christ shall be revealed from heaven with His mighty angels. Listen to the next words. In flaming fire taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of Lord Jesus Christ. That is the second coming of Christ and it mentions in verse 8 vengeance. Isaiah 63 verse 4 For the day of vengeance is my heart and the year of my redeemed is come. Verse 6 And I will tread down the people my anger and make them drunk in my fury and I will bring down their strength to the earth. Psalm 94, verse 1. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth, O God, to whom vengeance belongeth, showeth thyself. In Revelation chapter 6, verse number 10. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? You see, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 10 11 gives us the two comings of Christ. The words from Peter are, Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Verse 11, Searching what, or at manner of time, the Spirit of Christ which was in them, did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that shall follow. The two comings of Christ, the first coming, the earthly ministry, the sufferings of Christ, Ultimately, we see the cross of Christ where he dies for the sins of the world. Second coming, not the rapture. second coming is the coming of judgment. At the second coming, he will return in judgment and then he will set up the kingdom that is described by Peter as the glory that should follow. What did the prophets not see? What did Isaiah not see? They did not see nor prophesy about the dispensation of grace about the church, the body of Christ. The dispensation of grace was a mystery until it was revealed to the Apostle Paul. And you can find that in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 5 and verse 6. Truly, why did the Lord Jesus Christ stop in the middle of Isaiah 61, verse 2 and say that Isaiah 61, verse 1 and part of verse 2 is being fulfilled at that point, but not the days of vengeance he truly rightly divided the word of truth do you know what time it is do you know what time it is according to God's word and it rightly divided you will only truly know God's time if you read the word of God study the word of God and study the word of God rightly divided Oh, the Word of God, again, is so beautiful. For the believer, we need to study it. We need to understand in light of the Word of God, rightly divided. And for the unsaved, you never trust the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, you need to trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it's eternally too late. The only way of salvation is through the Lord Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, and by simple faith and trust in Him.